Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. For Prep Sports Nation with Davian Lewis, a look at area high school sports across the board. Let's go! Why don't we give it a try? Um, okay. If it's being played, we're covering it here. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Prep Sports Nation with Damian Lewis is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Day Day Damian Lewis. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Live in the Kia Studios, welcome to Prep Sports Nation. I am your host, Damian Dede Lewis, at the D Lewis for real, at PS underscore nation for all your lovely social needs of this station, and of course, at PS underscore nation underscore. My wife actually told me that was a little complicated tonight. I don't think it is. Anyway, welcome to your one-hour look and dive into the uh, the week of high school sports that I had. Uh, great week, man. A lot of stuff to catch you up on. Of course, um, this past weekend we had the cross-country and volleyball state championship tournaments take place. Um, the final week of the regular season for high school football in the books. And now we get ready for playoff action beginning this week. So uh, I'll tell you about the game I was at as well as the game I will be going to, and then this past week as well, um, of course, high school hoops is here now. All of our winter sports officially here now, including swimming and wrestling. And, uh, of course, you know, last week we had Kyle Sandy on, Sandy Spiel, kind of giving us a little bit of a preview of what to expect, you know, who he likes and some some players that may be, you know, some standout players and things of that nature. So, this past week, I actually got a chance to stop by the Atlanta Public Schools Athletic Department's uh, media day for basketball. So got a chance to catch up with several of their coaches. You'll hear from them as well. And then I want to do something a little bit different. We don't typically do it, but we're going to see how it goes tonight. Um, shout out to the Steakhouse, Steak Shapiro, Sandy, Sandra Golden, Rusty Mansell, Drew Butler, and the whole crew. Today, uh, they were joined by Chipper Jones, the great Atlanta Brave, and he shared his thoughts on student-athletes specializing, focusing on one sport, especially at a younger age, whether or not they should do it and, you know, whatnot. And so I want you to hear what he said and then definitely want to see if I can get you all to chime in and just kind of share your thoughts. I'll share mine as well. But um, very, very – that's one of those topics that just seems to – kind of never go away everyone you know everyone has their thoughts and opinions on it whether or not they should do it and when it should be done if they're gonna do it and just all kind of stuff so we'll jump into that as well so 4047260929 that is 
our number. You can call Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Hit us up, and uh, we'll get that conversation going a little later on. But let's go ahead and do what we always do. Matter of fact, Josh, uh, how you doing over there? You good, Josh? I didn't get a chance to check in with you. I'm here. I'm here. On the other side of the glass. How's everything going in your world, sir? Everything is going fantastic in my world. I'm not a little, not too happy about this little rise in temperature that we've been having, because you know it's supposed to be fall and winter, but you know we're up into the 80s. I don't mind the weather, the temperature itself. Uh, what I do mind though is the fact that because it is warming up, I told you all a few weeks ago about this, the the two little tiny snakes that ended up in my uh, somehow in my uh, in my studio room in the basement. So now I'm worried. Like, oh gosh, it's been warm. Are these jokers going to start coming out of the woodwork on me? So, uh, of course, now every time I step in the studio, I, um, I'm i pretty much scared. And I'm looking for snakes. Anyway, you ready up there? <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the prep roundup. Let's go, let's go. Now it's time for the prep roundup. On Prep Sports Nation with Damian Lewis. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, first up, I do want to give a big shout-out to my guy, A.J. Brown, keeper for the Carrollton Trojans, uh, boys soccer team, man. Happy birthday, young man. A.J. was on the show. Uh, it's been a few months now, and we're going to try to get catch up with him. Of course, you know, soccer, uh, they're all in club right now. So, I mean, those kids have been – rolling ever since the regular season ended. But I uh, definitely want to give a shout-out to AJ. Shout-out to uh, Coach Mike Thompson down at uh, Thompson, Townsend down at uh, Trinity Christian as well. Appreciate you reaching out. Um, of course, the big deal today, it was fall signing day. So signing days all over the state, all over the country. And uh, I want to give a couple of shout-outs because I did get tagged today in, in a few of the uh, programs that held signing day ceremonies. And I uh, just want to show a little bit of love. Uh, big ups to, uh, let's see, let's start off with, um, let's start off with Riverwood. Uh, Shouts out to Emma Freer, signed with the University of Vermont for swimming. Lizzie McGrave, Dickinson College basketball. Karis B- uh, Bilal, Vanderbilt University basketball. Hannah McConnell, Lee University for lacrosse. And then Ella Wakefield, UT Chattanooga soccer. So congratulations, um, congratulations to those student athletes over there at Riverwood. And then Westminster also hit me up. Congratulations to Grace Smith, USC track and field. Jack Burdell, Warford for tennis. Katie Christopherson uh, for swimming. I've actually seen her swim quite a few times. Um, uh, Phillips Moore, Duke track and field. Stella. Stella Chartrand, Army, basketball. Alex Fallon, Northwestern for soccer. And then Joseph uh, Jaquat, Georgia Tech, cross country. Uh, Shouts out to that because uh, my wife ran track and cross country at Georgia Tech. So you're off in some good hands. Another Georgia Tech signee, Hill Groves, Morgan Gordon. And then another one for Hill Grove, my girl Ryan Davis. This girl's got some speed on her. Uh, University of South Carolina, so just congratulations to every student athlete that signed their national letters of intent today. Uh, I know it's always a special moment uh, for you all. And um, just, you know, even though I, I've seen some of you, I may not know all of you, but I'm just proud to know that um, you all are, are headed to the next level. So congratulations 
to to each and every one of you. And I'm going to give a special shout out as well in a little bit here. But first, let's go ahead and look back at the week. Um, I told you we're going to hear from some coaches from Atlanta Public Schools. They have their basketball media today. So that um, will jump off the next segment. Uh, football, Arabia Mountain. Congratulations. They are the region champs. Tucker and Arabia Mountain battled in overtime, but it would be Arabia Mountain picking up the 24 23 win, and afterwards I got a chance to catch up with their head coach, Julian Washington, as well as running back linebacker Daniel Turpin. But first, here is Coach Washington on getting the win. I love these guys so much, man. We worked so hard for three years. When I first got here, that was the goal that we set. That was the goal that we set to be reading champions, and they worked so hard and tirelessly to figure that out. They did. We leaned on our seniors, and they found a way to get it done. I couldn't be more proud. Couldn't be more proud. All right, what was the conversation at the half? Obviously, you guys were down, and you take that opening kick, and it goes all the way back to the house. Just what was the conversation at the break? Because that really kind of sparked things, it seemed like, for you guys. Yeah, we just told them don't panic. This is the first time we've been down at halftime all season in, in, in all 10 games. So I told them, guys, we don't point the finger. We were doing a lot of nagging at each other. We don't do that. Let's go out there and play our brand of football. And once we did that, I got on the, I got on number four because he did something on the sideline, and the rest is history. The way he told me he got me, and he made a play right then and there. I love these kids so much, man, so much. Coach, congratulations, man. The celebration, uh, I know, lasts for – is it going to be a little more than 24 hours for you? Oh, no, man. We're trying to make a run to the playoffs. <laughs> trying to make a run to the playoffs. This just, is this, this just a treat right here. Now it's time for real overtime. Now we got work to do. All right, congratulations again. That is Coach uh, Julian Washington. And then here is running back linebacker Daniel Turpin, who finished with two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns in the win. But most importantly, it was the touchdown in overtime that gave them the lead uh, and would be the eventual winning touchdown. Here's Daniel on uh, them getting the victory. This senior class, we said we was going to go out before we leave, win the region. We set goals this year. Undefeated, but we missed that goal as our first game. And then our first game, we refused to lose. We wasn't going to lose to nobody we played. But tonight, it's just special. The first 9-1 record in the in school history. Won the region last time the score won the region. It was 2017. We brought it to the program, put all our effort, and showed out today in an overtime victory on the goal line to shut Tucker out from winning the region. Now it's goal time. We got playoffs next week. All right, there it is. They got playoffs, and they actually will open up against Jenkins. Jenkins out of Savannah. So congratulations, Arabia Mountain. Congratulations to Tucker because they also are in. They get the number two seed. So uh, good luck to all the teams getting ready to uh, make that try to make that run all the way to the bins uh, next month. All right, uh, after that, Saturday, of course, I told you the cross-country uh, and volleyball state championships took place over the weekend, Friday and Saturday. I made my way Saturday, though, over to Lake Point, Emerson, Georgia, for the volleyball state championships. Uh, real quick, too, I want to give a shout-out to the Alpharetta Raiders. They won their first title since, uh, I think, since 20, uh, 2020. And uh, big shout out to Logan Wiley. Uh, she's a Georgia Tech commit. Uh, I thought I was going to make it out to uh, the Alpharetta um, signing day, but I was not able to. But definitely want to give Logan, show her some love and whatnot. But uh, the game I was there for, North Cobb taking on Walton. Walton was looking for their 16th state title in program history, which is crazy. It makes them one of the most winningest high school sports program in the state. Uh, taking on North Cobb. North Cobb had not won a state title since uh, 2014, but a great match. Um, 
you know, and it would be North Cobb picking up the win 3-1. And following that victory, I got a chance to talk with head coach Steven Sensing. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the girls have worked so hard this year, just put in the time and effort both in the offseason, into the season. Um, and it just, it's great to see their hard work come to fruition. All right, and let's talk about your seniors in particular. Um, how special is it for you to be able to see them go out uh, this way? Oh, man, it's, these seniors um, have been together, most of them, for four years. Uh, they came in, essentially changed the program when they came in as freshmen. Uh, just even at the JV level, they changed it and then uh, continued to to um, be a big part of our team the last, uh, especially last three years. And uh, just them, uh, just everything they put into it, I'm so happy for them. And let's talk about the match a little bit. You guys take set one. Walton uh, comes in, and it looked like they were able to kind of take advantage of Nicole kind of having to be rotated back in set two. But then she just seems like she kind of kind of put things on her back from there on out. Um, how, how big was it for her to kind of bounce back once she was able to ro rotate back up front? Oh, it's big. Um, she has worked so much on her mental toughness this year. Uh, last year she wouldn't have been able to do that. But this year she's been able to to shrug off a mistake and uh, or a, a, a bad swing or whatever, and come back and just and and stay stay mentally locked in, and uh, she's done that for us all season. She's been the one who can take over a game physically, and and she did that for us today in those last two sets. All right, and again, that was North Cobb Warriors volleyball head coach. Steven Sansing after they picked up their victory over Walton. Uh, Shouts out to Walton though. Again, I mean. Even I know they didn't get the win, but still, 15 state titles in program history. And, again, they got to be one of the most winningest programs in uh, Georgia high school sports. So hats off to them. Uh, Coach Susan Fitzgerald um, got a chance to catch up with her briefly but uh, prior to the match, but didn't want to bog her down too much because, obviously, I know she was trying to stay focused. But congratulations to all of the state championship winners. Fall sports pretty much in the books. We got football, flag football. And that's it. Winter sports have started. And speaking of winter sports, coming up, Atlanta Public Schools held their media day for basketball teams. That's out to the Thero Panthers. They were the host. Uh, and we'll hear from the boys head coach from Thero along with several other coaches. It's all coming up right here on Prep Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9. The game available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If it's being played, we're talking about it here. Our in-depth coverage of everything high school sports continues. This is Prep Sports Nation with Timmy and Lewis. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, available everywhere on the Odyssey app, live in the Kia Studios. Welcome to Prep Sports Nation. I am your host, Damian Dayday Lewis, at DD Lewis for real, at 929, the game, for all your social needs of this lovely station. And, of course, at PS underscore nation underscore on X. I'm getting used to it. It's, it's still Twitter. It's it's still Twitter. Anyway, uh, welcome to your one-hour weekly look and recap into the world of high school sports as uh, I catch you up on a little bit of everything that I got a chance to uh, get into and check out since last Wednesday, since I last spoke with you. Uh, still to come here in this segment, we're going to hear from several coaches from throughout Atlanta Public Schools. Of course, they had their big basketball media day Um Last week, I think it was last Thursday, and I got a chance to stop by and catch up with several coaches. In fact, one of the coaches, I actually went by and, and uh, shout out to North Atlanta. They had their scrimmage yesterday against Eagles Landing Christian, and so got a chance to catch up with them, uh, with Coach uh, Sardin there at that. But uh, going to hear from several APS coaches here. Again, high school basketball season is here. In fact, all of our winter sports are here. So we'll hear from wrestlers. We'll hear from some swimmers all throughout this season. Um, we try to make sure we highlight and, and, and catch up with all sports, student athletes and coaches from representing all sports. We don't try to just focus on one or two. We want to make sure we show that love, spread that love to all of them. So uh, going to hear from them in just a couple of more minutes. And then also, still to come before we get out of here tonight, I'm going to play something from you. Uh, Chipper Jones, a comment he made in regards to student athletes and whether or not uh, they should focus in on one sport and when that should be and, and things of that nature. And uh, just would love to get your thoughts on it, uh, ATL. So 404-726-0929, that's the Solomon Brothers text line. Make sure you, uh, and hotline, make sure you lock that in and We'll uh, take your calls and get your thoughts on that as well. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. Again, high school hoop season is here. Uh, teams will be kicking off really this week. Um, in fact, I know there's a lot of tournaments that are actually already going to be taking place, tournaments and showcases on Saturday. So not sure if I'm going to catch any because I'm really trying to go to Clemson uh, to see what Tech can do. Trying to go back up there. Went up there, what, back in September, but – Tech is up there, and they actually have tickets relatively cheap. So if I don't go up to Tech, then, yeah, I'll probably uh, go catch some hoops. But um, anyway, APS held their basketball media day. It was hosted by the Feral Panthers. Big shouts out to uh, Coach G. Sullivan, the athletic director there at Feral, always, uh, you know, welcoming me and Prep Sports Nation to come and Check out everything they have going on. So uh, and just uh, Matt Hazel, the uh, flag football coach there as well. So just shouts out to the whole uh, crew over there um, at Thero uh, for always being welcoming for Prep Sports Nation. But um, Thero hosted the event, and uh, it was great. Got a chance to catch up with their head coach, 
Tay Sorrell, uh, Sorrell, who spoke about, A, hosting the event, and then also just what he's expecting out of his program this season. You know, we want to make sure that we provide a platform for all of APS. It ain't really about us. Uh, really don't care who hosts it. We just want to make sure it happens. Um, so APS has a lot of really good players, girls and boys side. And I think probably kind of get looked over a little bit. So we want to make sure we get that platform for everybody to get looked at. Let's go ahead and talk about the team, man. What are some of your expectations? What have you seen from them over the summer and this fall that's really impressed you? So one big thing I'll say is they're hungry. Um, we're returning three players, uh, one starter, and uh, two rotational guys uh, who will probably you know pull up to, to take that next spot. But uh, we're really, really young. Young not only in just age but experience too. We got some older guys who just ain't experienced at the varsity level, but we're going to figure the thing out. All right, and uh, one more before I let you go, Coach. Um, you know, what's kind of the goal, what's kind of the mindset for the guys as you guys get ready to embark on this stretch? You know, what are the things you want them to focus on as you get into this season? So, big thing, it's funny that you say mindset because that's what we're doing. We're doing a lot of mindset training. Um, you know, last year and this year, we started our book club, which is our leadership training, because we can't really get things going unless you get the mind first. So, once we get that mindset to where we're just going to attack, 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 and just kind of worry about what happens afterwards, as long as we have that attack mindset, I think we'll be okay. All right, and again, that was the Thorough Panthers boys basketball head coach, Tay Sorrell. Um, just showing some love, and again, he kind of was orchestrating he along with uh, Coach G. Sullivan, just putting everything together for APS. And uh, so, Josh, did you did you notice the uh, did you notice the 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 toddler? Yes, I heard the baby. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's my. Is it uh, yours? That's my that's my intern. That's my intern. Yeah, yeah. I ha I've been having to take him <laughs> a couple of places and. Uh, Quite the entertaining guy. Yeah, I mean, it makes for good content, man, for uh, sure. Listen, so the worst thing you can do when you have a toddler with you at an event is take your hands off of them. So the way this was set up is the table is like in the middle. It was in the gymnasium. The ta table's kind of, you know, on the court facing the bleachers and everybody's sitting in the bleachers facing the table, yeah. right? And okay. The teams sit at the table. Yeah. So we're sitting there, front row. And I take my hands off of him for Tuesday because the whole time since we got there, he, all he wanted to do was run around the gym. Well, how old is he? Two. Two, okay. So I make the mistake of taking my hands off of him for a second to grab some snacks out of the bag. This dude is gone in point five, Like, pew, out of there. I mean, you can't. So, you, you, you've got to keep well, a hold on him. Yeah, so the good Have thing Have you ever is, thought about getting one of those little tethers? Uh, no, no. No? Not doing okay. That, no. But the good thing is he's so short, because he's only two, that he never got in any camera view. Because <laughs> this thing was being streamed, and that's what I was worried about, because he's running behind the table. I'm like, dude! And again, shouts out to Coach Rendell Jackson, one of the uh, APS athletic directors. Y'all held it athletic. down. I mean, y'all kept yeah, him he, professional yeah, the whole he, time. Yeah, he helped me. He helped me wrangle him. It was like trying to wrangle some, like a loose dog, dog. Like <laughs> he helped me get him, and uh, it was it was funny. But anyway, um, also in the building was the Maynard Jackson girls basketball team. Man, that great team. Um, I got a chance to see them a couple times last year, particularly in the playoffs when they eliminated Dalton. I think that was the Sweet 16 going into the Elite Eight, or it might have been Elite Eight going into the quarterfinals. But uh, great group of young ladies and spoke with their head coach, Michelle Powell. 
I am so excited. It has been a long, long summer, and I just can't wait to see the things that we have put together um, be exploded on this floor. All right. Last year, really good season for you. I know it didn't end quite the way you all would have liked, but um, overall, what were some of the, the positive takeaways from last season that you guys kind of built off of this summer and this fall? Well, they kind of really came together um, um, themselves, really. We have been pushing them to learn how to lead each other and hold everybody else accountable for the things that they don't do as a team. So it takes some of the pressure off of us. Um, I think we have done that. They are now in the morning times on the court two days out of the week. Um, we're having to say less in practice, even the new ones that are coming along. You know, they're pushing them. They're teaching them the ways of our, our training. And, and we always have this thing, same page. Everybody has to be on the same page. You're on the same page, nobody can get lost, nobody can turn around, nobody can get disappointed because we're all on the same page. That way we take care of our unfinished business this year. All right, and again, that was head coach Michelle Powell, Maynard Jackson, Jaguars girls basketball team. And then uh, coach Brian Whedon, he was uh, at Washington, but new digs for him. He's now over at Best Academy. Um, got some young guys. He's going to want to try to turn that program around, but uh, uh, just very – proud of Coach Whedon. I've seen him grind it out, and uh, here's my conversation with him. Uh, over at best. Oh, uh, man, just been working, man. Uh, trying to really find my niche, find out, you know, what's the next move. Uh, got hired late, but we here, and um, I'm at Best Academy, and, you know, it's a great start, great great situation. All right. How has uh, senior leadership been for you? Because I know you got a couple of seniors over there. How has their leadership been for you in transitioning and getting the younger guys, you know, on board, up to speed, things of that nature? Well, it's kind of like when we was at Washington, you know, we got to, you know, change the culture with these guys. And uh, we, we are senior-oriented, senior-heavy. But, you know, it doesn't matter what grade you're in with me. You know, if, if you're able to do the task at hand, you're able to play. But these guys they that I brought, they, you know, they've been the epitome of what we've been asking, and that's bring more to the table, and they've been doing that. All right. And like you said, it's been a short period of time for you uh, with the transition, but overall, the time that you have been able to spend with them, what's impressed you the most? Um, you know, with them, you know, just trying to change that culture. You know, we started out, guys wasn't working out, guys were just in practice and leave. Now it's, you know, we're there all night till the lights go off. And we're at, they're bringing more and more kids with them. And, you know, it's just, you know, watching that change. That's what really, really builds the program. All right. And final one for our let's go, Coach. Uh, what's the mission? What's kind of been the, the, uh, the focal point for you and the guys as you guys prepare for tip-off here in just a week or so? Well, to win, they, you know, we've been, well, we've been winless, <laughs> you know, prior to me getting there, they've been winless, and we're trying to win a region game and 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 put put a banner up. That's the, you know, that's the main thing to leave something for the younger guys, and that's why I've been telling these older guys, let's let's get the state and, and win some region games and and leave something for the younger guys to get momentum for our program. All right, and again, that is head coach Brian Weed and Best Academy boys basketball team. One more. Uh, like I said, stopped by North Atlanta yesterday. The boys and girls were scrimmaging against uh, Elka, Eagles Landing Christian Academy. And um, uh, what was it? The North Atlanta girls actually picked up the win. And, you know, again, scrimmage really doesn't matter. This is the opportunity for the coaches just to really see how they uh, gel and, and, and do against competition. Um, boys, it was a, it was a close one. Uh, Elka was in control most of the game, but 
down the stretch late. North Atlanta makes a heck of a run. Um, just not enough time on the clock for them to pull it off. But here's their head coach, Kerry Sardin. Well, we, we got a, um, a, a brand new team, a lot of different working parts. Um, so we got to figure out how to play together. Um, you know, we talk, I talk about playing energy and effort. And you know what? Playing a team like tonight, they, they showed us the way I would like to play. So sometimes, you know, you can see what, what you want, the way you want them to play. And that we hope that they grow from this game and understand what we mean by energy and effort and hustle. And the biggest thing that you kind of saw that you want to take away from tonight that you kind of want to work on down the stretch as you guys get ready to, you know, try to, you know, make a run in the region and even um, potentially state. Well, again, very young team or, or new team, I should say. I mean, I've got one returning starter, so it's really about execution, you know, we, and, and not getting lost defensively. So we got to work on just tightening up some things that we've been working on, but we hadn't quite, quite mastered yet. We got to learn how to play with each other, share the basketball. So these are all things that um, we're going to be working on the next couple of days and hope, hope that we can get off to a good start the first game of the season. All right. And was there anything over the summer and in the fall that, you know, really impressed you about this group, even though it's a newer group? Um, well, you know, they're all good kids, right? And when you got good kids and they want to try, then, you, you know, you got something to work with. So, so good kids is the best thing I can say right now. <laughs> all right. And that is Coach Sardin, uh, North Atlanta Warriors. Was that still your boy in the background? Yeah, that was Dude, he's been rocking with me. Oh, my gosh. He's been rocking with me. He has been rolling with me. Is this John Cena on my TV being a weatherman? What is? What am I seeing? Anyway, um, yeah, he's been rolling with me. So, shout out to uh, all, the, all the basketball teams and, again, all the winter sports, honestly, that are – getting ready to gear up and, and get into action. And, um, you know, we're in that crossover. But, again, fall sports are down to the final two, which is just football and flag football. They'll wrap up, in, uh, what is that, first weekend in December in the bins, and then uh, full throttle all of your winter sports. Um, the next thing you know, we'll be talking about spring sports. But that's a little ways away. All right, still to come, I want to get your thoughts. 404-726-0929. Is it okay? Should they limit themselves? Talking about your student athletes. And when should they do so? One sport, two sports, three sports, more. What do you think? 404-726-0929. Love to hear your thoughts. And uh, we'll wrap things up. We got uh, the look forward to and all that more. It's all more, I should say, coming up on Prep Sports Nation here on Sports Radio 92.9. The game available everywhere on the Odyssey app. This is Prep Sports Nation with JB and Lewis. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by QC Kinetics. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Love me some Reggie Noble. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Available everywhere on the Odyssey app. Live in the Kia Studios. Welcome to Prep Sports Nation. I am your host, Damian Dayday Lewis, at DD Lewis, for real, at 929 The Game, for all your social needs of this lovely station. And of course, at PS underscore Nation underscore on the X. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, your one hour weekly recap of the world of high school sports as I look back at and recap some of the things I got a chance to check out and, of course, give you all the 
latest updates on things of that nature. You know what? One of the things I forgot to tell you about in the prep roundup real quick um, that I do want to make sure I mention. Um, so, you know, what was it, last week or a week before we announced uh, the the new classifications for 24, 2024 through 2026? And basically, uh, there's no more 7A. Uh, it's only six up to 6A now, and it's roughly like 60 schools, give or take or so. But they did allow schools to choose if they want to play up. So you can request to play up. You can't request to play down. But several schools did get approved to move up to 4A, uh, which were Westminster, Holy Innocence, Pace Academy. I might be missing someone, but those three for sure uh, put in requests to move up, and that request was approved for them. So for the 20 starting in 2024, they will be able to play up in the 4A classification. Um, still to come here, 404-726-0929. Earlier today, Chipper Jones, Atlanta Braves, great eight-time All-Star, joined the Steakhouse uh, and spoke with Steak Shapiro and Rusty Mansell. Steak asked or asked him uh, to share his thoughts on because it's an ongoing conversation about student athletes playing multiple sports and. You hear both sides of it. You hear some people say they want to focus in on one. And, you know, I was actually talking with one of our coworkers here, um, Knox, whose daughter plays softball. She's a pitcher and she's in high school. And he talked about the fact that he want, you know, because, again, you know, when you look at sports like softball, baseball, uh, basketball, like once these soccer, once these kids get out of their school seasons, they jump right into their their club seasons. And so. Um, you know, even with that, you know, he was saying how he just wants to kind of, he's not going to make her focus. Like he's not making her like, cause my thing is this, I don't, when you get into high school, I don't think there's an issue with your letting your student athlete, once they get to high school, decide if they want to be on one sport or multiple. But I do think you need to curtail how much they're doing it. And Knox was talking about how the fact that he, you know, he wants to kind of slow her down on her arm a little bit so that when she gets into the high school season, you know, because in baseball and in and in, 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 in softball, the arms, I mean, if, if you're a pitcher, like, you got to have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you're not going to last. Your career is just not going to last. That's just the truth of the matter. I mean, you have high school kids having Tommy John surgery, you know, or if they're not in high school, they have it early in their collegiate or or a professional career if they make it to the professional level. So, um, you know, great conversation. Um, but here is Chipper's response to Steak and Rusty about whether or not kids should, you know, one sport focusing on one, two, three, whatever the case may be. And Chipper, that, that, was, that was Chipper riding around in the whip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but... But um, you know, I've I've gotten into many debates with <clears throat> with people about it. Heck, I've got friends that uh, that do the travel ball thing, and they swear by it. My son, my 25 year old, is a 16 U guy over in uh, a coach over in Athens. So you know, he's all about it. But right. you know, the the fact of the matter is, that's just a personal choice, and I don't uh, I don't look down upon anybody who does. It's just what I I don't choose to do it for with my kids. All right, and again, that was Chipper Jones on the Steakhouse earlier. 404-726-0929. would love to hear your thoughts. Should student athletes focus in on one sport? Or, you know, is it okay for them to, to do multiple if they if they choose to? Uh, let's head out to the Solomon, Do Solomon Brothers Diamond Text line. Uh, Carlo is on the line. Carlo, 
Welcome to the uh, Prep Sports Nation. What are your thoughts? Student athletes, should they focus in on one sport, uh, especially in high school, or is it okay for them to bounce around? Hey, man, first and foremost, I want to tell you, man, I'm, I'm extremely proud of you, man. Uh, you done came a very long way in, in your uh, career. I remember you came out and, and interviewed me at a flag football game, man. I used to coach at McNair High School. So I just want to say I'm proud of you, man, and keep keep going and keep doing what you're doing. Oh, man, thank uh, you, Carlo. Appreciate that, man. What are your thoughts? No. Uh, man, listen, man, I was just having this discussion with some coaches. Uh, I'm out at Hillgrove now, and we were just talking about this, and I feel like, you know, students need to become more versatile in different sports, man. I mean, a lot of kids are just focusing on one sport, and that's all they do year-round. Um, but what they fail to realize is how other sports translate to other sports. And so um, just to, you know, stay flexible um, and get better overall as an athlete, I think students need to, you know, try more sports. But my, my main concern or my main issue is the coaches. Uh, when the coaches are – telling kids that they won't be allowed to play if they go do other sports and they're kind of stopping that progress. That's my biggest issue. You know, we got too many coaches that are just being selfish and out for themselves, just trying to win a championship. So they want to keep the best players and, and, and stopping them from going to do other sports. But that's all I got. Hey, Carlo, appreciate the call, man. And uh, thank you so much for showing love, man. I really appreciate that. I will make sure I get out to Hillgrove to see you all. That's actually one of the schools I'm constantly, kind of always at so thank you so much for the love and and carlo brought up a very good point there uh and we're gonna go we got more calls um but i remember in and when i was in high school my football coach he was the head track coach as well so you weren't going to not do anything else if you were going to play football for him you were going to run track for him as well so guess what if you were a lineman go grab that disc go grab that shot put Go grab that javelin. You're going to throw. You were going to do something. And it's very true, though. There were schools that we played against where there were student athletes, their coaches. If they were football players, they didn't want them playing basketball. They didn't want them doing And it's that right there I don't. I do not. I'm with Carlo. I don't agree with that. 404-726-0929. What are your thoughts on student athletes being versatile, playing more than one sport, or is it okay to lock in on one? And how, if they lock in on one, how much should they be doing it? Sam in Atlanta. Sam, you're on Prep Sports Nation. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for calling in, man. What do you, what do you think? All right. So your last caller, Carlos, I, I love I love what he pointed out. Um, I did I did football back down back down in high school, and during the off season, we would always have these we would always have these workouts with our coach. But uh, so during the workouts during the workouts, uh, he soon told us that he needs us to start running track. And then, sure, most of us, most of us weren't fully agreed, and a lot of the parents actually didn't let them do it, like the dads and dads and stuff, because they just wanted them to focus on football. But I, I did it, and when I did, it completely changed my game. Like doing multiple sports will phenomenally help athletes, because at, from the previous season before I did it, my forty time it was like a five point two, but right after we got done with the track season, it was like a four point seven. So it, it really comes to show like how much doing another sport can actually help your your performance. Well, Sam, thank you. Appreciate that call there. And uh, you're 100 percent right, man. I mean, um, you know, and for example, uh, as 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 Carlo, who just called in um, talking about flag football, 
I've spoken with, you know, we've had some student athletes that play flag on this show and they were members of other sports because, and honestly, with flag, majority of those girls, because flag is relatively new for, for Georgia high school sports. It's just been sanctioned. I think this is year four. So you obviously have had, they've had to grab girls from other sports. And I've had them, you know, some talk about how, you know, the sport that they were in, how it helped translate to to flag. And, and from an athletic standpoint, it was it made it an easy transition for them. It was more so just about learning the game of, of, of flag football. So uh, 100% agree with the fact that um, I don't I don't think you should. As a parent, especially young, you know, pre high school, I don't think you should, you know, try to make your kid focus on one sport. Now, again, once they get in high school, I personally don't have a problem with a kid, student athlete that decides they want to focus on one sport. But how much are you doing that one sport? I personally like I mean, me personally looking at the NBA. Right. Um, These guys. Like, think about it. By the time they're 30 in the NBA, in today's NBA, they're they're considered over the hill. Right. But in today's NBA, a lot of these kids have been playing basketball 24 seven since the age of, you know, eight, nine years old, maybe even younger than that. That is a lot. Um, And so I'm not there's I don't have no type of scientific data to show anything, nothing like that. But I just think that does set you up for, uh, you know, injuries later down the line and. You know, no wonder they they want to. <laughs> no wonder they don't want to play as much. They're tired. They've been playing ball like forever. Like they're just flat out tired, and they want more money. I'm not mad. Get your money, but play. No, let me stop. Anyway, um, so that that's my thoughts on it. And uh, thank you to the cost. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carlo. Um, just again, when Chipper mentioned that, you know, it's always interesting when you hear professional athletes share their thoughts on it. And, um, you know, he's not the, I've heard several professional athletes state that they don't agree with um, just the one sport. They think that kids, you know, and you hear, um, you hear college coaches even say like they like kids that are multiple sport kids and, um, you know, it just, you need that diversity, I think. But again, I, I do believe once you get to high school, leave it up to the student athlete, but, you know, be careful of how much you're, you're, you're just going after because I think that can kind of shorten your lifespan, I guess you would say in, in the, in, in the sense of that particular sport or, you know, in your sports world, because, uh, that's a lot of wear and tear, man. Um, you know, I just don't, you know, that that's my soapbox. I'm I'm gonna get off on that. Josh, you got any thoughts on it? No, I do think it's at a certain point you do have to kind of gauge like how much you're pushing your kids through it. Because me, you know, we, me and you, Day Day, we're up there in age. We're getting Speak a little for bit yourself, older. Young no, man. hey, 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 <laughs> hey, you're older than me. All right, but I just think after a while, yeah, if you don't take care of yourself and you don't prepare and you don't really you know, take care of your body, it will wear down. I mean, I'm in my early 40s. My knees are gone. My ankles are barely hanging on, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I did. I played football. I played baseball. I played basketball. And it wasn't nothing that I was pushed into. I mean, it was more of those situations where growing up with a single mom, like these were just things we had to do because we get out of school and mom would be at work. 
And rather than her wanting us to come home, yeah, she want to keep you active. She wanted to keep us, you know, not coming home and and having that extra time just to be running around the neighborhood and acting crazy. Yeah, bringing fast girls into the house. (laughs) Not like that. Not like that. (laughs) But it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah, you know, after school we'd go to practice, and then you know, by the time practice was over, mom would be done with work, and then we get home, and then you know she'd make dinner and whatnot. So. Uh, I do think it's I do think it's beneficial though because I think it teaches you a lot of values, teamwork and team building and leadership, and there's just a lot of qualities you can get by engaging in all these other team sports that you necessarily wouldn't get if you didn't. Yeah, and just the different friendships you'll have. Yeah, not every you know what I'm saying. You'll have football friends. You'll have basketball. I mean, it's just more and more memories to have. Um, but at the so. same time, I do think, you know, it does take a it does wear on your body if you keep it up for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like, I just stopped playing after high school just because like, that really wasn't a goal of mine. I wasn't trying to go professional. I wasn't really interested in playing at a collegiate level. I did it for the camaraderie, right. for the teamwork aspect, for, you know, being able to hang out with the guys after school you know, road trips on the weekends, going to games and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think it's I do think it's beneficial. Yeah, one hundred percent. I do think it definitely has its benefits um, from a social aspect. Right. And I do think you know uh, a lot of kids would benefit from at least trying other things. You know, if you play football, maybe try wrestling. If you, you know, play baseball, you know, maybe you want to run track or something like that. But, well, you know, at you least be able to do track. Well, uh, in the sport. season, but, you but know. But I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, trying yeah. different things. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. yeah, just, you know, again, and I just, for me, I know for me, it was just fun being in multiple sports. So, appreciate the calls. Um, Really cool. Um, We don't typically, we, we've never really brought up a topic for people to call in on, so, uh, really appreciate y'all calling in and uh, sharing your thoughts. Um, you know what that means right there? Not only is that one of my favorite tracks, it means I'm taking my caucus home because I got to be back here at 4.30 in the morning. Rock out with the morning shift. Well, actually, hometown take. I'll see you at 4.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I'll be seeing you, like, soon. So I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you again for allowing me to bring you the world of high school sports here in Georgia. Love doing it each and every week. Uh, we'll do it again next week. I'm not, I don't have my, oh, wait, there it is. It's right in front of me. Looks like uh, we've got Hawks next week, so I'll be on after that. So it might be more like 1030. Uh, but still, we're going to do this each and every Wednesday. Appreciate you letting me uh, get into your ears, man. All right, this is Press Sports Nation on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, available everywhere on the Odyssey app. See ya. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.